Boom shakalaka! Welcome to the Comma Podcast Show with your hosts, Pastors Jeremy and Tom. Kaboom! All right, so here we are in our first podcast, the first comma, and uh, we've got Tom with us. Awesome to have you, man. What's going on? Good morning. It's good to be here. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> we're excited about this, uh, a podcast uh, that's different from the sermon, different from the messages that we've got going on, a little bit of uh, who we are behind the scenes, man. I think it's going to be fun. Uh, how we're doing church now after the pandemic and all the different things that have changed there. And uh, I think it's gonna be fun to just tell people who we are, uh, tell people what's going on with Rooted Life Church and stories, man. We got stories every day. Uh, so just peek behind the curtain there, talk about some different topics. It'll be fun. And uh, I think you know, we'll, we'll improve this here podcast as we go along and figure out how to do this, uh, you know, the best way we can. We're going to have some good guests uh, as much as we can. I can't wait for the day, man, that, that I get my wife in here and give her a microphone and a set of headphones and she can just start flying. Yeah, we might want to warm up the crowd for a couple of weeks before we let that happen. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, uh, so and we want to we want to get everybody else's uh, uh, thoughts out there. So if you, whenever you're listening to this podcast, uh, we hope that you find it helpful. We feel, hope you find it in, enjoyable and you laugh a little bit and uh, think, wow, those guys are kind of cool, you know, but um, you know, send in your, <clears throat> your topics and things that you want to talk about, maybe things that the church isn't talking about and we can get some, uh, some dialogue going there, man. It'll be fun. Uh, but let's go, let's go ahead and start just, with uh, some of the behind the scenes things that are going on right now at Rooted Life Church, man. Uh, where are we right now? Yeah, so we're in an office building. Uh, <laughs> you might be thinking, how are you having church in an office building? But yeah. we are. Uh, we're at Myco Properties over mm-hmm. here in uh, lovely Latrobe, PA. Yeah. We've always had a heart for this city and we're absolutely in the heart of the city. Yeah, when somebody says, where is Latrobe, PA, who's from here? Uh, you got Arnold Palmer, you uh-huh. got Mr. Rogers, yeah. you got Jeremy, Pastor Jeremy yeah. from here, you know, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got some famous people that are from here. Um, but yeah, the, the whole idea of just being in an office building right now. So, you know, we were in a church. No, we weren't in a church. We were in an elementary school, right? An old elementary school that was repurposed with about 10 different businesses in there. And we happened to kind of take over one of the rooms, a couple one of the, the rooms, classrooms, one of the yeah. classrooms. And uh, <clears throat> we packed, what, about 50 people in there and the pandemic hit. And that was that. Yeah. So, um we always said we were going to outgrow it really quickly. And we did. <laughs> we certainly did. But uh, that was an experience, you know, and, and it was here kind of in the heart of Latrobe. And what was funny is that no one, none of us really knew that that elementary school was really there. Mm-hmm. That You know, and people, where are you meeting? I've never, I've been here my whole life and I've never heard of that place. But uh, we found out that Dana, my wife, uh, had gone to kindergarten there for half a year and we ended up doing church in there for a minute. And um, so we didn't know where to go after that. And, and uh, you know, of course, we pray about it and we are, you know, God, what, what in the world? You launched a church in the middle of COVID and now what are we supposed to do, you know? And. Of course, we know we have an enemy and he wants to take this down before it starts and all of that. And uh, but to get into where we are 
is a long story, but we met some guys that own Myco properties and we find out that we're all Christians and they love the vision of Rooted Life Church. And we'll, maybe we'll talk about that in another podcast, you know, and um, the whole idea that God's house should never be closed. You know, it's more than just nine to 12 on Sundays. We want to do things every day of the week, you know. Anyway, we'll get into that. But so we met these guys and we're now in the um, one of their office buildings. Yeah. So we have uh, right now we're in Pastor Jeremy's office, which is beautiful. He did a marvelous job with this room um, across the hall. We have our, I guess, where we record our messages mm-hmm. and where we record worship. Mm-hmm. And upstairs we have a few classrooms where we've been doing Bible study. Um, so you might be wondering, well, I don't hear any place for uh, people to come. Mm-hmm. We really don't have it mm-hmm. right now. Um you know, but launching a church shortly before COVID and, you know, Mm -hmm. for the most of the time being, you know, during COVID, um, we've still had great participation, Mm -hmm. um, you know, with the Bible studies and, um, you just got to think differently Mm -hmm. now. Right. You know, we see, uh, articles coming out all the time that, you know, the mega church time for, for ministry is over and it's, you know, the, the micro church now where, you know, things are going to be smaller and things are going to be, you know, different, but I don't think anyone has a say in that, you know, mm-hmm. God's going to dictate our steps. And if he wants people to meet, you know, tens, twenty thousands at a time, again, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's going to be all on his, uh, you know, his term. So for right now, it's just really cool to think that, you know, we're in four different parts of this building. Um, but the whole building is, is just being blessed by our presence. I think it really is. And and even myself, you know, God said, Hey, we want you to do this church. And that's wonderful. But I grew up in the church, man. I grew up in the, uh, in the building. I, I grew up in a certain, a certain way. And I know a lot of us listening and probably done the same thing. And when God says, no, you're not getting a building yet. I'm like, what? How, how are we supposed to have church? Like, what are we supposed to do? You know? And I think uh, it's been amazing to watch him put us in an office building so that we can build out office, big old office rooms, make them look like living rooms. So it's inviting for people. We have a kid's, a kid's room that kids can come watch a movie, play games, dock their stuff, you know, do all that sort of thing. And, you know, they seem to love it. And, uh, you know, we're packing out the Bible studies right now. It's fantastic. Like you said, people are participating, but we don't have that Sunday morning experience yet. But man, you said something, Tom, that I've always liked is that during the week, the Bible studies, that's church. Absolutely. About yeah. That so, you know, that's something that we built this church on, you know, ever since we came together is, um, you know, the, the church happens on Wednesdays or Thursday or whenever you meet with your friends and, and family or you do outreach or, you know, you play volleyball together and you talk about the word and you know, grill up some food. It doesn't have to be in a setting. And, you know, really Sunday is just a celebration. Mm-hmm. Sunday's where we That's get it. to be together and celebrate. Um, you know, and I've been encouraged by that the whole time. You know, something else that, you know, we've talked about is that people can't fall in love with the building right now because we right. don't have a building. Right. You know, we're re- realizing um, you know, ourselves as pastors included, that church isn't about the building because we don't have that right now. So people can't fall in love with that, mm-hmm. you know, and as God continues to, to move and, and, you know, shape our ministry, we have to be obedient to that mm-hmm. regardless. So, uh, it's just been really cool. And I love that idea of, you know, Sundays when we get to celebrate Sundays, fun Sundays, mm-hmm. joyful Sundays where we get to worship him and just tell him how great he is. It isn't about, you know, showing up between nine and 1130 on a, on a Sunday, it's, 
hey, you know, this day's about you, Lord. It's, you know, recognizing the Sabbath the way that I think that, that we should. So mm-hmm. it's been great. Yeah. One of the people in the office building, first of all, there's other businesses in this office building and they're all like, what do you mean a church is in here? It's just rocking people's idea of church, rocking people's world, if you will. But um, you got to think of it. Well, one of the questions that was asked uh, that I heard in the hallway at one one point this past week was uh, why, if you already believe in God, why do you even go? Why do you have to go to church? Right. That, that's another podcast, you know, but you just kind of answered it to a point. It's a celebration of who he is. But when we think about it, man, if I start, if I stop reading my Bible for three days, I remember why I go to church. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's the same thing. If, you know, you get married and you love your, your spouse, mm. right. You don't just tell her, I love you on your wedding day. Never mm-hmm. say it again. Right. <laughs> you, Won't last very long. <laughs> yeah. You hopefully say it all the time. You hopefully express it yeah. all the time. Right. Yeah. It's one thing to say it, but to express it. Um, that's the important thing. That's what mm-hmm. Sundays are all about. That's exactly it. That's it. So we know God's going to give us a building and we're going to, you know, it is his will that we all come together as one body corporately. And we get that corporate anointing. We all, you know, come together and we lift up God's name and praise him and worship him and celebrate that. I know that's coming, but I'm so grateful. I wasn't at first, man. I'm, but I'm grateful now that he's taught us to be the church without walls before we had walls. Right. So that when we get those walls, we're all about the, the community and the city that we're in. And we're we're not afraid to, to do things outside the house. And speaking of walls, we don't have walls. We don't really have a steeple. We don't have any of the traditional things. That's it. Man, that's um, great. That you might find. So if you do come and visit us, you're not going to see a steeple or a, a bell tower or stained glass windows. We don't have any of that stuff right now. Yeah. And the funny part about that is, so as we're, you know, RLC and we're in this office building, there is no steeple, as Tom just said, in the FedEx drivers and the U- the uh, UPS drivers. We've been getting a lot of packages, building out these offices and so forth. And we were wondering a couple of times why they were late. You know, that kept saying, no, 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 we're coming, but we can't find you. Like, what do you mean? We, you deliver stuff here all the time. And the FedEx guy came in one day and he said, well, I've had this stuff on my truck for three days, but I, I didn't see a steeple. So I didn't know it wasn't a church here. So that's the fun part is that allow God to do different things with you and know that he doesn't change. The message doesn't change. He's the same yesterday, today and forever. Uh, but the way he reaches one generation to the, to the next, that is fluid. That changes. You know, we'll talk about technology in the future and uh, so forth. But uh, but we just we've kind of embraced this whole idea of, OK, God, you have launched an online church. And I think once we did that, we started to ourselves embrace it and really embrace learning together, you know, how we do this. Now we've got other churches asking us, oh, my gosh, how are you doing this? You're reaching thousands and of we're, people. We're secretly trying to figure it out. Exactly, as we go man. Through, yeah. yeah. If I if, you know, we'll introduce you one day to uh, our worship leader, uh, Rick, and what an amazing dude he is. You're going to fall in love with him as you worship with us. But, uh, you know, he's in the background trying to figure out and make this podcast work and microphones and headphones and signals and iPads and everything else. Why is this not working? Why is that working or whatever? But. Um, you know, kudos to him. That's why we're up and running right now. But anyway, uh, so that's kind of like a little bit of what's going on, uh, behind the scenes at Rooted Life Church here. Um, you know, who are, 
Let's give a little bit every once in a while about who we are. So people see us, Tom, on, you know, Sunday mornings, we give the message and things like that. And uh, boy, it's going to be weird when we are in a real building, how we how we go about the messages, you know, how we're, we're going to deliver that. So that's another topic. But give us something, man, about you that people just a little tidbit uh, that people would would not know. Yeah, I think it's it's fun. You know, before I get into that, you know, somebody you work with. You know, at a secular job, I, I work at a secular job throughout the week. And, you know, I don't want to say do this in my free time. I do consider this a career as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, people there know me differently and people who've known me before I, I met Christ know me differently and people I play basketball with know me differently. And you know, there's all different versions of, of yourself that people see. So I think it's fun to peel back the, you know, the onion a little bit mm-hmm. and really get to learn about, you mm-hmm. know, who we are. So uh, a little about me, you know, born and raised here in Western PA, about half an hour outside of Johnstown, um, came to Latrobe, I guess, 15 years ago. Uh, my wife and I moved here. She's a local. Um, got two kiddos. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we uh, we've served all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know, all over Westmoreland County. Um, big basketball fan. You'll mm-hmm. come to learn that. Um, I'm sure I'll talk about it at nauseum to, to some folks. <laughs> College pro, uh, pretty much everything. Um, not very musical. So if you see somebody that looks like me playing guitar, that is not me. That is Rick. Uh, <laughs> Not musical at all, as much as I would love to be musical, I'm not. Um, you know, and one of my passions about the church is um, discipleship and and really taking people through the sanctification process of, okay, you're a Christian, you've decided to follow Jesus, now what? Because mm, I think that was one of, the, one of the hardest things for me is growing up in the Catholic church and, and becoming a, a, a Christian later in life is... Okay, know some of this stuff, but none of it really makes sense. So how do I make it make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it's you have to read the word, mm-hmm. right? You have to let God um, take you through the word in his timing. Because I think a lot of people think, oh, well, I'm a Christian now. I'm just going to plow through and read through, you know, the Bible. And they start in Genesis and by numbers they're, you know. Not, not really sticking with that plan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's, it for me, I'm really passionate about getting people to pick up God's word, understand the context and understand who wrote it, um, that it is all God inspired. But there are different types of literature that, that go into it that um, when you understand it, it makes things really connect. So um, it's a little about me. How about you, Pastor Jerry? You want to share a little bit? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this year, be married to Dana 25 years. And, um, you know, it's... Uh, uh, you know, awesome. I, I can't, you get to a point in life when you're with somebody that uh, it's like, I've been with them longer than I haven't been. And uh, it's just, she's amazing. And you'll, you'll get to meet her. So we've been together a long time and we've got two kiddos, uh, 20 and 17. And um, man, it sounds weird. Wow, to hear you say trying to, I'm trying to process that, you know, and, uh, but and awesome kids, you know, they're serving the Lord. You're, you'll see Hannah as she's uh, worshiping with us on uh, the worship team. Uh, you'll hear her singing, uh, you know, Rick's training her up and various things. It's pretty awesome. And Ethan, he's uh man, he's a huge heart, man. He just loves to serve people and love on people. And um, he, he's starting to realize some of the things that God's calling him to do at uh, 17 years old. And um, 
you know, I spent a long time in the Christian music industry. We've got all kinds of stories there. Maybe we'll get into that in some other podcasts. It's kind of fun. Uh, who's real, who's not, you know, who's, who's, you know, you know, that that's, that's a fun conversation to have, but, um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things you could say about yourself. I hate talking about myself. You know what I mean? Like, it's just hard to, hard to do, but, but we've been doing this ministry thing, Dana and I, for, since we were 18, 19 years old, we got married when we were 19 and we were in the, in the ministry at that point, we we're youth, uh, youth leaders. We got into college ministry and, uh, then various other aspects of church ministry. And so here we are, um, many years later, God has been good to us and said, Hey, launch this, this church, make it, make it different, make it, uh, make it real, make it about the, the truth. And that's what we do, man. Yeah. That's great, man. Yeah. Um, it's hard to talk about yourself, so we'll keep it, it to a few minutes each week. Yeah, or each, you'll learn each, something new each week. E- yeah, each each uh, podcast. Um, so one of the things we want to do each week is is kind of tell you what God's word's been saying to us, and um, I'm I'm fully under the belief that God gives us signs, and when you see a verse a couple times in a day, uh, it's probably time to go dig into that verse, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, this week at Bible study, we were walking through the beginning of Revelation and talking about the rapture and, uh, you know, talking about new bodies. Um, Mm. So I opened up my Instagram this morning and, um, you know, obviously I have tons of basketball highlights on there and I I see Kent Bazemore. So he plays for the Warriors. Uh, You know, not one of my favorite players, but he's a Christian, Mm. Um, you know, and I I didn't know that. Yeah, I see a post and, uh, you know, he has Second Corinthians 5, 7. Mm. there and then i start looking through his instagram and see it more and more and i'm like okay and then i open up my bible app today and it opens to second corinthians because we were in there yesterday mm-hmm. so i'm like all right maybe I, maybe i need to read this word today um you know in that verse second corinthians 5 7 is a famous one it says for we live by believing and not by seeing mm. um and it's really cool because that's in the part of the bible where we're talking about getting new bodies which is something that you know, um, we would love for you to join one of our Bible studies and talk yeah, about a little yeah, more, but, good. um, you know, the idea that, you know, when we're raptured up and, uh, you know, we have, uh, an opportunity to have a new body, right. At some mm-hmm. point we have a temporal body and then, you know, we get a new body and we had a lot of conversation about that this week, right? Yeah, we did. Uh, and, we're, <laughs> and we're grateful we get that new body, man. Cause I just yeah. twisted my back trying to get out of bed a couple of days. Ago. Yeah. I went for a run yesterday. I put about three miles in and my back is just on fire this morning, mm-hmm. even sitting there in this chair. So the thought of a new body sounds great, but, um, you know, I really challenge anybody listening. Have you thought about, um, what it's going to be like when you get to meet your savior, Mm. you know, and you're given that new body. And, um, you know, if we think about what that is, it's, it's not only just the absence of sin, but it's just a constant state of worship. It's Mm -hmm. a constant state of, um, you know, any of the, the, the emotions that you feel are going to pale in comparison to what that moment is going to be like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, when you get to spend eternity with your, with your savior. So I don't know, just really felt encouraged by that this mm-hmm. morning. Um, I really felt like, you know, and it was really cool. Like you said, he didn't know that, that he was a Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I'm excited to, to find out hopefully more and more about, about him as a player, because he's not somebody like I've just overlooked. He's bounced around the league for so many years, but you know, I always respect people that are willing to, um, 
put their faith out there, mm-hmm. right? They're willing to to put it in their bio and then hopefully actually live it. It's another important thing. Yeah, exactly. It's that's the hard write, part. Yeah. Some just to write a verse, but yeah, yeah uh, that's that's what he's been saying to me is you know don't worry about this this body you got on earth, but be ready for that one mm-hmm. I'm about to give you. Yeah. So we walk, so as Christians, we walk by faith and not by sight. So what's that saying to you today? That's the whole idea here immediately right now. Um, what's it saying? I, I just, I love this whole concept and we'll, we'll keep this going, uh, throughout all the other podcasts. What's he saying in this verse right now? Um, and for me, as soon as you read that verse, it was what we just talked about. I walk by faith and not by sight. I walk by faith that God launched a church without a building that he knows exactly where we're going, what we're doing, when he wants to give it to us, what we're going to, you know, we would never ever be able to have the conversations that we're having right now with people that refuse to walk into a church building right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Think about how many folks have, have came or, or, um, you know, have even just considered coming because we're not in a traditional building. It's Mm -hmm. been amazing. Yeah. What, what do you mean at churches in here? And it just opens up all the dialogue. You know, I love it. Um, people are asking about the logo. What's up with the comma, the name of this podcast, the whole idea there, you know, we'll talk about that. Um, but the logo even starts, starts conversations. So anyway, it's uh, it's just an amazing thing. And so, uh, I love that whole segment of what's God saying. Um, we'll keep that going. So hopefully that, you know, you hear that you're going through something, you're making a decision about life, job, career, you know, family, who you're going to marry, what you're doing. I walk by faith. I don't walk by sight. People that don't know Jesus walk by what they see and not what his word says. Right. So I think that's a big deal. Um, we'll end this one with golf, man. We went, we've been talking about golf. Uh, it's I, been three years now that we've been friends. And we've been talking about playing together. Ever yeah. Since we, we started I, hanging out. Yeah. And I didn't play at all last year. I used to play all the time, you know, and uh, of course life gets busier and so forth, but. Well, let, let me tell my story, yeah. to my introduction to golf. So, um, you know, I started playing when I was 12 with my dad. I remember, uh, one particular instance, how I got my first set of golf clubs is, um, I had originally saved up for the Jordan 11s. So anybody who knows Mm -hmm. me knows I love sneakers. The 11s (laughs) were the ones that he wore, um, in space jam. Uh, and they were also the one, the ones that he wore during, I guess it would have been the 95, 96 season when he came back. Um, and I wanted the white and black and they had a little bit of purple. They were called the Concords. I won't go on too much, That's but good. I saved up all my money and we went to Dunham's in Altoona and, uh, I was there and they were there. I remember sitting on the shelf cause you didn't have to line up or, you know, and raffles or stuff to buy sneakers back then. Mm-hmm. And, uh, my dad was like, you're not getting sneakers. Let's go pick out some golf clubs. So instead of getting these <laughs> Jordan 11s, which, you know, would be worth thousands of dollars right now, even in, you know, beat up condition. Um, I got a set of golf clubs, but, uh, I play with my dad every weekend for about 10 years. We played every, yeah. every Sunday morning together and, uh, just some of the most joyous times I ever had. I'm, I'm not particularly good. Mm-hmm. Um, most I, of us aren't. <laughs> no, you know, and, and I feel like I'm good. I feel like when I step up there, I have a lot of confidence and, you know, I know enough about it. I've watched enough tournaments on TV that, you know, it's kind of like bowling, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Kind of one of those sports where it looks easier than it is. But uh, I'm really excited to get out and play with you this year. Yeah, it's going to be good, man. We've got a few people that want to get out with us, too. And um, I don't know. Like I used to I used to be able to shoot in the 80s. 
Um, man, I just messed it up because I'm gonna I'm gonna get out there and shoot 180, you know, and make a fool of myself. But yeah, I mean, you you get up there and you're confident, and then that ball goes to the left way further. You know, you're playing the ninth hole off the first one. <laughs> that whole idea. Yeah, see, mine goes to the right. I'm I'm a natural slice, uh-huh. so I try to adjust my stance and do all that other stuff. Just for just for warnings, like you get out there, like if you you know you shot that ball over to the right, I shot it over to the left. I'm pretty sure that Tom's not going to be able to find that ball, but somehow he found that ball. You ever just drop a ball and be like, "Hey, I found it." Uh, I'd like to say. No, I always play by the rules, but yeah, of course, man. I mean, you know, especially around here when you're playing Western PA, this yes. isn't Pebble Beach or anything. Those, yes. those roughs aren't, you know, well maintained and, you know, yeah. sand traps, especially in this area are not maintained at all. That's right. Um, and there's lots of trees. So yeah. 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 I, I think we'll maybe set some ground rules when we go out. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, you know, anytime <laughs> me and my dad would play, he would say, well, I bought you a mulligan at the, uh, mm-hmm. at the, uh, you know, what's it called? I can't think of the name the what at the tea box or no at the um at the clubhouse yeah at the clubhouse yeah, yeah i bought you a mulligan at the clubhouse yeah. go ahead and hit another one but yeah i think uh you know you really learn a lot about a a man or a woman you know after you play you know nine or 18 with them well that's one thing that um i loved an interview process that i had with the church one time is that the pastor took candidates to be on the staff out to play at least nine because you learn about the person by about three holes in. Oh yeah. Right. I, I, I hate golf. I hate golf. I hate golf. Nice shot. I love golf. You know, I've seen guys throw their clubs and they were on a job interview to be a pastor, man. It's like, it's fantastic. But, um, you know, I've got tons of stories. I'm sure we'll, we'll keep talking about our, our golf stories as we move along in these podcasts. But, uh, you ever, you have like an amazing story that you, that you, you know, you did something on the golf course, maybe a hole in one, or you played with somebody that, you know, I, I, I seriously, I had the honor of learning from Arnold Palmer for a minute. I, I got to play at the Latrobe country club. Arnold Palmer pulls up in his golf cart with somebody I was working for at the time. It was a big old surprise for me. And uh, that was like, uh, you know, I played horrible. I was scared to death, man, of course, you yeah. know, but, um, you know, I've wrecked golf clubs. I've gotten kicked off of courses because, because my wife was so loud on the course. But uh, anyway, what, what kind of stories you got there? Yeah, I never had a hole in one, uh, you know, plenty of birdies. Um, I'm like you, you know, when I was playing regularly, you know, high 80s was, mm-hmm. was pretty consistent. I usually played nine. I wasn't up for 18 most mm-hmm. of the time. Um, and uh yeah, I can think of one particular time I was on the course. It was the eighth hole. I was playing at Lemon Drop, which was a local course, you know, where I was from. And uh, I, I just hold out a pitching wedge from about 60 yards. And I mm. thought it was just the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? But yeah, a, a lot of more of my memories are just having fun mm-hmm. out there. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I can remember like, you know, I was out there with my uncles one time and you know, they had bought some clubs at a, a garage sale or yard sale because somebody didn't have one and mm-hmm. we were going to play and there's a yard sale on the way. So they bought clubs. <laughs> That's where you got your clubs. Went up, went up and swung and <laughs> I think it was like a three wood and the head went further than the ball. And he hit it. So a uh, lot of stories like that, you know, a lot of stories, uh, 
You got your clubs at a yard sale the way to the course. I did. My uncle did. So we were we were going to, of course, I was like maybe like 11, 12 years old. It was one of my first times playing. And um, none of us had clubs. We were all just like, oh, this sounds like a good idea. Maybe one person had clubs. And we just had some old clubs. I don't know if we bought them at a yard sale or we got them on the way. It's kind of a little foggy because oh, I was great. so young. But yeah, I remember my uncle just swinging that club and hitting it in the head of the club. It was an old, old wooden mm-hmm. woods, right? With like the screws in the bottom mm-hmm. and stuff. And that thing went probably 60 yards and the ball went 20 yards to the side. My goodness, that's awesome. I can remember hitting balls a couple of times and hearing, you know, glass breaking and just saying, oh, I'm going to take a 10 on this hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think one, so nobody caught me, you know. One of my favorite golf stories real quick is uh, we were at the top of uh, number nine at Robert Shaw, a local course here. A friend of mine was in the cart cart with me. It was early in the morning. We were one of the first tee times and uh, lots of dew on the ground. And I'm telling you, this is a big old hill, right? I mean, it's one of those ones you hit. Uh, it's Western PA, right? Yeah. I mean, big old hill. And uh, of course, there's a rule that you take the cart a certain way coming down off of this hill. Nah, I'm not me. I just go down over top of the hill like I'm not supposed to. Lost all traction. And I knew that I was losing the traction about 20 yards down the hill. I bailed. And my friend is still in the passenger seat doing donuts the whole way down the hill, yelling and screaming. And all I see is his he's spinning with the cart, his head's going around in circles. And I'm sitting there in the middle of this dew packed field, man. And I'm laughing hysterically. Yeah, we got in trouble. I'm, I'm picturing you know. somebody threw a banana peel in front of your <laughs> Mario exactly Kart. What it was, cart man. You guys That's exactly what it was. Yeah, we got in trouble, but it was worth it anyway. So, yeah. So if you want to uh, pay for us to play golf with you. No, I'm joking. Yeah, if you're right. looking, if you're oh, looking, for, you're you're looking for some partners uh, to play with this season and you're uh, you're listening on the pod, we'd love to yeah, love sure. to get together. And, you know, what a great way to outreach and to, mm-hmm. to, to really get to know somebody, like you said. Yep, for sure. Well, listen, I think this was a fun first podcast. Um, I, we'll have lots more of these suckers, man. It's going to be fun to do this again. Guests will have uh, what's what's God saying. We'll have more behind the scenes stuff happening at Rooted Life Church and uh, um, just other stories. So I think next time we're going to talk about some tech technology. Yeah, I can't wait. That'll be fun. Well, maybe, maybe I can wait because I know I'm, <laughs> I'm probably going to be like, I'm using it too much. So yeah. we'll see. All right. Awesome. Good to talk to everybody. See you in a little bit.